Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. Did you know that the first television couple to be shown in bed together on primetime television was Fred and Wilma Flintstone? Excited. EFTM. Tech. Cast. You know what? Lifestyle. I think this that's true. This is the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long and Chris Bowen. EFTM. Yabba dabba doo! <laughs> Fred and Wilma just got it on TV together. No, they were in bed. They're in bed. You know, Homer and Marge have had some yep. more detailed um, uh, interactions. Horizontal action. Yep. Um... Yes, look, it's funny, you know, how things have changed over time. I mean, there was a period we went through where Elvis wasn't um, allowed to be shot from the waist down because of the way he gyrated <laughs> and moved his hips about. That was too too hardcore for television. But now he can say all sorts of things at 7.30 at night on TV. Well, I think standards have dropped. Plus there's the internet. And there's also the internet. Completely uncensored, unmonitored, uh, unregulated, like literally... Kids are on YouTube. Like, yeah. You know, you're yet to experience this, but kids spend a lot of time on YouTube. I'm sure they do. Unless you are super strict, which I'm borderline. Like, mm. I'm not super strict, but <clears throat> I can walk into the playroom and say, what are you watching? Yes. And if they can't answer me with one of the channels I've heard of or vetted, essentially, yeah. then they know they're in trouble and they're going to have to stop watching. Okay. Mate, the problem is the rabbit hole. And I you know, know this I'm better than anyone. I've watched everything on YouTube. Literally. Every episode of the Norris Nuts. No, not it. Stampy Longnose? No, I haven't. What? Stampy Longnose. I've missed out on that one. Mate, Minecraft. He just plays Minecraft. Really? Yep. Does YouTube use some sort of algorithm that takes you down this path? Yes. Because it seems to be tailor-made to me. Yeah, well, that's well, because you watch a lot of rubbish. It yes. goes, he's going to want more rubbish. Oh, he's going to want more bus mashes. I watch a lot. He's going to want more, watch more Trump news. Factual stuff I like to watch. I don't like the fake news. I get You know where I get my news? <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. That's where I get my news. When the when the you know news breaks, I turn to YouTube and Twitter. Well, I think I mentioned this last week or the week before, but with the Netflix stuff. But yeah. like that, that's the problem with YouTube is there's no regulation, no. there's no rating, no, there's no system. There's a, there's an app called YouTube Kids. Yes. So when Henry starts to get curious, you need to make sure that YouTube Kids is the app he's using. Uh, YouTube Kids. What does it do? It's essentially a curated right. set of content, right? Sure. But it's still not bulletproof. Right. Because they just go, yeah, that's a good channel, that's a good channel. And you, like, there's nothing. Like, we could say EFTM, right? We do tech, cars, and lifestyle. Yeah. And, like, if you had, like, an allergy to mm. watching people eat food, mm. like, if that was a thing that would give you a fit, yep. right? Yeah. You subscribe to EFTM because we do cars and tech. No, it's a safe channel for you. Sure. And then we start it. Eating ice cream. Yeah. Like, fuck, you're having a fit now. There's no warning. It's not a great analogy, but what I'm saying is yeah. you, you could watch someone who plays a game yeah. and then suddenly decides to do vlogs yeah. about their relationship with their partner. Yeah. And there's no way of knowing. So no way of filtering YouTube that. Kids is still somewhat risky, but it's the safer option. Right. Okay. Well, I'll keep that in mind. Henry's some way off uh, dialing up YouTube, uh, probably two or three years. Yeah. Well, he knows how to navigate his way around a phone, but so do monkeys. Have you seen that vision? Great, the Instagram I mean, vision. it's just incredible. Yeah. How does a monkey know how to do that? Like, we came from monkeys, I assume. It just goes to show how good the scrolling, tapping, yeah, uh, swiping user interface yep. is in terms of being 
built into the the brain. Yeah, right. Okay, so it can cross. Uh, it can cross species. The thing about the monkey video, if you haven't yeah. seen it, it's a monkey scrolling through Instagram and looking at pictures, uh, and not just scrolling through, but swiping and everything. <clears throat> um, it's a learned behaviour, and you only need yep. to see it once. Yeah, like a right. kid, and your TV is too high, but a kid will go and swipe a TV. Touch yeah. a TV thinking it's a touchscreen because all they've seen in their lives yeah. is parents with tablets, computers, and phones that are touchscreen. Yeah. So they assume that everything's touchscreen. Yeah, right. You know, I, I was talking about, I want to get back to monkeys in a sec, but I was <laughs> I was talking um, a couple of weeks ago about um, these voice assistants and uh, the emergence how of them are. and how rude they are. And I think Henry, at two and a bit now, is probably the first generation to actually go through the whole voice assistant yeah, phase. Yeah. Yep. So it's going to be interesting when they, you know, turn 10, 12, 11, how they actually go around talking to people based on how we bark at these things. So I find that interesting. But back to monkeys, I mean, why can't you have one as a pet? I mean, they're literally so human-like. I think, why not? You know why? Because you turn it into a servant, as would I. Like on The Hangover? Well, like I do with my kids. So right. kids are going to get me a drink. Well, obviously <laughs> they'd be... Phoebe said to me the other day, we're not your slaves. Yeah. So I said, I, Amanda was sitting closest to the phone charging station. Mm. And we were talking about something. I said, I needed my diary. So yeah. I said, Amanda, can you get my phone? Uh, and and she, Amanda got up. And, and Vivi looked at me. She goes, I'm, we're not your slave, you know. Right. I said, I'll give you a tip. You, yeah. you and you, pointing at the three children, you are my slave. Okay. While you live under my house, under my roof, you'll do what I ask you to do. Yeah, that's, um, I guess that's fair enough. You can't ask Felix the cat to, to go and get you a drink. You can't ask Felix you to can do ask, anything. Mate, in a couple of years, you'll be asking Henry to get you anything. Right. Well, look, no doubt. Henry, get that a Red Bull. When I, when I get a monkey, obviously it will be below me in the hierarchy in the home. But I don't think I'd treat a monkey like a servant. I, I mean, that's just... Because I feel like monkeys, I mean, they're just one, one sort of DNA strand away from being like us and intelligent. Pretty hefty DNA strand. Yeah, it is. Like, if there's one DNA strand that, that gives you all that hair. Yeah. Um, and also the finger the, thing. They can't do that with their thumb and their index yeah. finger. That's a major like thing. Like, how many DNA strands is the chimpanzee with a big asshole? I, like, I, I, well, yes, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, that's, um, <coughs> you'd have to cover that up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, my you've my wear monkey. You've got to wear pants. Would have mate. to wear pants. Put that back. Yeah. Put that away. But I, just, I just like the idea of monkeys. Have you seen, like, on those wildlife shows, there's some really brutal monkeys out there. Or maybe there are orangutans, and they just launch attacks on the monkeys. They're like, you're getting into territory you don't really know. No, I do. I'm not, you think I'm out of my depth, but I'm not. I watched a show oh, I'd once. Argue, I'd argue you're, at the very least, up to your neck. I'm on the cusp, <laughs> but I'm not over yet. There was a show I was watching um, about orangutans, and they would target little communities of monkeys in the rainforest. And, oh. mate, they just clobber them. They just chuck them out of the well, trees. that's a food chain thing, isn't oh, it? Oh, well, yeah, it was. It was Darwinism at its best. Um, but you know what? Another thing I just want to mention before we continue on, I'd like to pay homage to Sir David Attenborough. Homage. Because he may well die any day. So if I uh, if I miss out on doing it, I'm doing it now. This is a pre-Obit-Obit. Obit. I mean, he is the voice of, of, a generation. of me growing up. He's the voice of a generation. Uh, he's a good man. Uh, he really believes in climate change too, which is... Look, if anyone's going to believe in climate change, it's him. You know what? If I'm going to listen to anyone about climate change, that's right. It's him. It's him. So David Attenborough, and that's why the activists yeah. who are now using the term climate and emergency. Yeah, it's an emergency. Uh, it's just like drop off people. Yeah, um, kidding. He he should be the poster child. He should be the guy. He should be because when he says, "I was here 20 years ago, and this glacier was bigger, yep. smaller, whatever." That's right. I'll, I'll listen to that. Yep. And some of his latest stuff, you know, the Blue Planet and all that stuff. Yep. It's been been heavy. It's been pretty heavy it's on the whole It's been a bit heavy. Yeah, it's been heavy. 
And look, he lost me a little bit for a while there, but I'm back. When he passes away, I think they should make like a statue out of him. Uh, he should be immortalized forever. Yep. And uh, there's going to be a courier coming here. Is there a second. bloke coming up the stairs? See, I've decided this is good weather. The way we're recording the podcast now is, <sighs> oh, I've got my back to the to the other side of the wall, so I can see the, the see security people. cameras. But that's a pretty big truck, Star Trek Express. What this is we, exciting. What are we getting? And I parked the Amarok so <laughs> close to the door. What are we getting? Oh, you go. I'll I'll, oh, you want me to go. I'll commentate. So balance. Oh, just don't worry about putting the volume down on your headset as you throw it. It's quite a big parcel too. I mean, what we're talking about here is something the size of I'd say a sound bar. Um, it's a Star Trek Express courier, and he is lifting like two hands, lifting that thing into the establishment here, EFTM offices here in Thornley. Bones downstairs. He's going to have to sign for it. There's no doubt this is a signing for style item. And geez, we've got a great show for you today, folks. We haven't even started on the rundown. <clears throat> we have essentially kind of guided ourselves into the rundown because we're talking about climate. You're going to bring it upstairs? You lazy prick. What is it? Yeah, mate, that's for the office here. It's no, it's going, mate. We're putting it here just to review it. Like you just, mate, it's a Sennheiser soundbar. Um, the, the good people at Sennheiser acknowledge that you'd seen it at IFA or CES, and in fact quoted your article um, to me. Right, and they said, "Did you want to review it now?" It's available. I said, "Absolutely." Absolutely. Do. Is it a seven-one? I don't know, mate. Okay. It no, it couldn't be. It's a single box, so it's a. It just doesn't seem it. Yeah. Anyway, okay. all right. I was just saying. What were you talking about while I was down there? I was just saying we haven't even got into the show. Right. But because we were talking about climate change, yeah, it does lead into our first topic quite perfectly. Yeah. So we review cars and stuff a fair bit, right? Um, over the last car, a few weeks, we've had a few problems. To be honest, when it comes yeah. to car fleets. We've had up to six cars at any one point in time. There's only currently two of us. We used to have another bloke, but he's barred. Um, and we've had to juggle the cars around. Yeah. This week, we've ended up with, well, two atrocities in terms of climate change and your carbon footprint. Yeah, but I see it as a great uh, moment of comparative review. Well, this two is Two large, four-wheel drive, seven-seaters. Well, one's an eight-seater. <clears throat> consuming, oh, who's ever doing that? Well, I don't know. You'd have to ask the Lexus 570LX owners. Mate, the, that, that is not an eight-seater. I put the back seat of that down just moments ago uh. to do some tests. There's two rear seats that fold in, and the leg room is awful. It's not an eight-seater? There's no way it's an eight-seater. Oh, like, I'm, I'm, Jackson would normally go in the back. It doesn't look like there's enough leg room for Jacko. Right, okay. It's going to be Harry that's in the back, and he's going to be filthy because there's no screen back there. So we've got that and the Nissan Patrol V8. Basically, we're consuming 18 at least litres per 100 kilometres in two cars. Well, it's funny you raise that. I mean, the Lexus uh, LX, which is a Toyota Land Cruiser, let's face it, built to um, Lexus's uh, rather lavish specifications. Yeah. It's a 5.7-litre V8. The Nissan is a 5.6, so both in the same ballpark in terms of power. The Nissan's actually more powerful, 298 kilowatts. V8 supercar. Yep, it's the same uh, engine based around uh, the V8 supercar, and the Lexus is 270 kilowatts. What do you think? I mean, these these two cars are monsters. They are absolutely enormous, pretty much as big as you can get in this country unless you buy a Ram truck. What do you think? You know what? It's funny because... We were talking about one of the kids in the Nissan the other day. We were talking about, and Jacko was, we were saying, this is basically just a standard size car in America. Yeah, exactly. Because we've yeah. driven the Escalade and different things over there with the kids, let alone what we do with CES. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, I mean, it's a big car. I found it, I find it very hard to drive here. I don't know whether our 
parking spots are smaller than America or whether it's just because every other car on the road is smaller. But, Jesus, it just feels so enormous. And mm. it's interesting because my kids instantly went, the Nissan's bigger. Yeah. We're going away on the weekend. We're going to do like a – we'll probably spend 15 hours driving on the weekend. It's going to be great. Wow, you'll love that. Uh, love that. I don't mind it, but Amanda doesn't like listening to my music, so yeah. that's an issue. Um, the So the kids were like – I'm like, should we take the Nissan because there's yeah. more room? Yeah. Uh, and they're it's like, like no, nah, marginal. You're talking centimeters. Yeah, but it's noticeable. Yeah, really noticeable. It's only noticeable because it's taller. <clears throat> but no, no, I'm talking width. It's not. It's not Just, wider. Than no, the... but inside there's more room oh, right, on the okay. seat. Yeah, right. There's definitely more room on the seat. Interesting. But the problem is that the Lexus has nice big screens behind the seats, but the kids yeah. think they're going to be watching TV. I'm like, it's rubbish. You have got to put a DVD in. I got. I'm going to hook up. You know what I'm going to do? What? Hook up a Chromecast. Sure. I'm going to bring a Wi-Fi hotspot. I'm going to try and make it so that they can Chromecast. That'd be great to the TV. It is eight seats. You know, it is. So those two that come down, in the middle, there's a little jump seat, basically. Yeah, but th- th- it could only be under 10-year-olds. Oh, that's what I'm saying. But, you know, there's eight seat belts. It can carry eight humans. Yeah, well, mate, of very sizes. to put three children in the back of that thing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But <clears throat> what I'm interested in um, is there's no... I guess it would normally come with headphones. There's no headphones in it. I've checked. Top yeah, top. I don't know what the go is there. Did you check in the glove box? Yep, checked everywhere. I swear I saw some. Yeah, in the Nissan. Yeah, it was in the Nissan. So it's interesting, but I look at the plugs and everything in the back for the screens. Yeah. HDMI input, uh, and then and then it just says phones. Mm. Phone. Phone. Wouldn't it say headphone? Yeah. Like, how off-putting is that? Mate, there's a lot phone. of weird buttons in that car, I've got to say. Mate, there's so many buttons for the four-wheel drive control, it's it's insane. There's yeah, not there's, enough, like, there's not enough for the cl- climate like, control. There's like six settings for the crawl control. This thing can actually just climb hills. You just take your hands off the wheel and it just does its own thing. It's amazing. Did you notice the... RCTA button. Yep, don't know what That's it is. That's rear cross traffic alert. You can turn that little thing off, alert. Why would you ever turn that off? I don't know. There's a button uh, that. There's a button I couldn't work out what it was. Yeah, easy entry, so it lowers it by about, I don't know, an inch or two. Didn't notice it lowering when I turned that on. It should drop as you park. Look, it's interesting, you know, because this, the Lexus, which what is based on the 200 series Land Cruiser, is. It's a hundred and seventy thousand dollar car. Hundred seventy. Hundred and seventy thousand oh, dollar car. Dear Lord. Because I mean, really, when you start going through the boxes and ticking them, it's got just about everything apart from Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, or any form of informa- infotainment system that actually makes sense in terms of ergonomics. <laughs> because the Lexus Cursor, the dreaded Lexus Cursor, is just impossible to control. I don't know how that <sighs> ever made its way into a vehicle. Um. I'm going to say, I don't believe it's impossible. It's just awful. It grows on you, I guess, but it's just overly sensitive. But then, on the flip side, as we move away from the Lexus and go to the Nissan Patrol, which we've got the TIL model, that's the luxury that was highest you up the tree, 89000 So, yeah, wow. Like, I've got to be honest, apart from wanting to replace the wood grain interior of the Nissan, which looks yeah. like it's from the 90s, Yes, and again, that friggin' infotainment system. Yeah, which well, is pre-MS-DOS. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So that's a huge price disparity. But look, I mean, they're not selling too many of these, admittedly. Uh, I, the Lexus is turning a lot of heads in my neighbourhood because it's got that huge gaping grill at the front. They call it the spindle grill. Lexus, for some reason over time, have just opened up the front of the car with this most elaborate grill. Like, it looks like a whale coming to eat krill. That's what it looks like with its mouth open. And then, you know, and listeners, dear listeners, it's also black. So it's quite an imposing looking thing, yeah. isn't it? 
Let me just tell you something. I, my route home is full of twisty bits, and I'm going to record that at some point and publish it. For its size, it actually goes okay because it has it actually has a sports mode and a sports plus mode, which uh, tightens up the the air suspension. So it does its best not to uh, induce body roll. But there was a point where it actually will tip over if you go too hard. But I was surprised at how well it managed some of those corners. Not as powerful as the Nissan, nowhere near it. It's quite sluggish, to be honest, for that enormous V8. I can't get anything under 20 litres per 100. <laughs> the claimed average is 14.5. Yeah, there's not, mate. I've, I've Good been, fucking luck. I've been resetting over the last yeah, couple yeah. of days. I've got it to 18, yep. but mainly 19. Yeah. I, I reckon I might get 14 on the highway. On the highway, you should be sweet. Uh, you'll be carrying a load. The Nissan does much better when it comes to fuel. I've got the tribe on board. The Nissan does much better in the fuel economy stakes. I've seen it dip below 10 sometimes on a highway because I've driven it numerous times now. But, yeah, look, these massive V8 people movers that are also very capable four-wheel drives, I, I just... Why? I, I think with the Lexus, if you look at the price and you want luxury, space, and some sort of off-road ability, it's actually a bargain because if you look at the Range Rovers, they're, they're north of 200000 so it's... It's possibly a bargain if that's Isn't what you want. Isn't a Toyota Land Cruiser 200 Series Sahara? It's a Sahara. Like, like they're about 109, 110. Like, what's yeah. wrong with that? Well, that's right. That's exactly right. I mean, you know, Lexus has certain. There's very few panels on that car that are the same as the Toyota. I oh, know. You got to give them. You got to yeah, give them yeah. that. They don't just yeah. rebadge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they rebuild. So they, it's, they rebuild. It's, they rip off every yeah. panel. There's double glazed windows. They rip out every part of the interior yeah. and they rebuild. I yeah. give them that. Absolutely. So I, I don't know, like. I, it's what, I think Flipsy summed it up best. I, I hate the look of it, but secretly I want one. <laughs> like, it is just one of those cars, you know. But I might take it up to Flipsy. You should. Because we've got it for a while. Yeah, so we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. Flipsy, I'll, I'll, obviously I can't arrange. Flipsy's a listener. Who knew? Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't arrange directly any engagement with the Flipsy family, but all right. my wife You'll we'll leave it that. to your wife, yeah. Well, okay. no, I don't get to leave it to her. I just, yeah. I just follow her instructions. Beautiful. All right. She'll tell me at what point the Flipsies are willing to have us at their new home. Yep. And we'll cruise up the freeway. Yep. And Flipsy is... Pretty good at the spirit of driving because he has some high qualifications. He does, yes, he does. Uh, and his area has some twisty bits. Yes. Uh, I, I, it'll be interesting to see what he thinks. All right, well, good luck with that. Um, try and keep it on the I lo- I'm going to say this. I like the look of the patrol. Do you? It's one of my favourite looking forward Yeah, drives. I don't mind it either. But most people seem to hate the look of it. I don't understand what the problem is. but Because uh, they still sell the old patrol. Weird. Like in that, like I drove that last year at some point. Like if you're going to redesign a car, yeah. stop selling the old one. Yeah, well, but you know, different, they're completely different markets. Like you, that's a genuine off-roader, whereas the new Patrol, I mean, it can go a long way off-road, but I don't think you'd bother with the big V8. You want a diesel, but anyway, fair enough. That's what's in there. We're chewing up petrol here this we week. Are. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> Louis the fly, I'm Louis the fly, straight from rubbish tips to you. Spreading disease with the greatest of ease, straight from rubbish tips to you. I'm bad and mean and See, mighty unclean. Afraid of no one. Told you I could keep going with this. Well, for how many weeks is the question? Hate that word, more tea. The other days. Hate that word, more tea. Can I just. just Quickly, before yep, we go yep, on. Yep, yep, yep. Fly spray, I'm telling you, is becoming ineffective. You think they're becoming immune? Immune to it. I haven't been... Like, in the old days, when you are a kid, you one spray and the thing would just be buzzed around on the ground and die. <laughs> now, it takes... Like, you've got to drown the little pricks. Out where I live anyway. 
I'm having very little success with uh, with a fly spray. I'm telling you, it's a big problem. Really? Yep. You know I, what? I got a squatter. I got a squatter. I'm surprised, Peter. I just hit the fuckers. The animal activists haven't got on to because I investigated a fly spray when I thought this was happening. Do you know how that it actually kills them? It it lands on their outer body, obviously, and it attacks their central nervous system. So effectively, they die paralyzed and unable to breathe. Not such a tragic way to go. It's not quick. It's terrible. Like, if you're an animal lover, those flies, I'm telling you, that's a really sad death. I don't know. I'd put cockroach getting squashed by a thong yeah. in the pretty sad death category, too. Yeah, but that's quick. A lot of guts go everywhere with a cockroach, don't they? Yeah. Oh, nearly. Oh, oh that's disgusting. <sighs> oh, you know you know my method with the cockroach? No. I get a lot of paper towel, and I just, I get, I grab yeah, them. Yeah, and then flush it. Oh, no, I just, I, I squeeze pretty hard. Do you? Oh, yeah, you're going to yeah. make sure it's dead. Yeah, but I don't want to see the squeeze. I just, I just, and yeah. then it's in the bin. I like your tactics. I like them. I don't have to witness the squishiness. Yeah. The worst part is when you kill a, a bug or a moth or something, and its remnants are on the wall. You leave a mark. For a long time. Yeah. Like, there's still some in our house. Really? Yep. You need to get onto that, Trev. Ah, it's not something that worries Just me. get some sugar soap. It's, it's, it's like a power rush. I look at it and go, yep, I fucking got you blokes covered. Got that prick. Yep. All right. So if another one flies in, it's like, shit. Do you reckon that's one of us? Yeah. It's like ants. Are you killing enough ants? They go, you know what? Fucking abort the mission. Yeah. Bring back the bodies and abort the mission. Because ants, they act as a whole, don't they? I mean, they're not little independently minded. Yeah, there's things. no doubt that when you kill... They've got a good system. Like, they, they have they have a burial process, I'm, I'm confident. Oh, yeah, they do. Because you kill enough ants, mate, they take the dead bodies away. They do. I oh, know they do. What about when you see a line of ants and if you rub your finger along it, it fucks them up because the, <gasps> because the scent goes and they all sort of dissipate at that point. I used to do that as a kid. You're watching, look at this. Because you used to see those big lines of ants and you scrub your finger and then they just don't know where to go because the... The people, the ants that laid their footsteps before them, it's all been washed away by my finger. So they have to relay tracks. I find so their eyesight mustn't be very good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are we talking about, eh? I just can't believe that you've done that. Yep. Do it next time you see a line of ants, everyone out there. Disrupt their little pattern. And uh, it's really, really good. Really, really good. <laughs> it's, just, it's actually quite funny. I'll film it next time. But I'll give you a... Um, like a video of it. I'm trying to think way to describe you in this sense, but um, yeah, well, you're the kind of bloke that uh, wants the best yeah, and uh, won't I, settle for less. Well, I do like the finer things in life. Yep. I don't know why, because I mean, I grew up in a fibro house and we had very little. Maybe that yep. is why. I understand. Maybe that is why. So if I said to you, Great news. Yeah. You're getting a new phone. Yeah. It's refurbished. Yep. What are your thoughts? Um, I don't like the idea. Why not? Because I know it's secondhand. And I, in terms of a phone, that's one area. I just wouldn't go down that, that path. I'm sorry. I wouldn't do it. Well. I couldn't do it. I think you're a other people are stuck up prick. That's th- what I think. Think about where you take your phone. Think about it. Think about where you take Everyone your phone. Everyone takes their phone in the toilet. Do they disinfect it? You can't wash your phone. We, you know what we've got outside our bathroom? What? I think it's just there because, you know, Amanda puts her phone in there at night. Yeah. Uh, is a, a anti, it's an ultraviolet yeah, uh, antibacterial thing. It zaps them. It kills all the bacteria on it. How? Every day. It's so what is it? Ultraviolet, ultraviolet I mean, I've heard of this process. She's got one of those lights. lights. Yeah, it's just a little, it's a little box. Yeah, right. Put your phone in it. Yeah. And as you shut it, it. Ultraviolet lamps come on inside, yeah. like a fucking um, 
the sunbed, you know those right, yeah, tanning know, yeah, salons, yeah. and it zaps your phone. Ten minutes later, it's free of all bacteria. Oh, it's called. I think it's called phone zap. Get a hold of that. No, they're very good. It's good stuff. We might, I might have another one at home, actually. I'll a pe- big one, though, like a laptop. Oh, really? One. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Anyway, uh, fucking hell, how do we get onto that? Anyway, you're you're a, you're stuck up. You won't you won't do it. But no, I'm cautious. Boost have started selling refurbished phones. So oh, really? Boost Mobile. Yep. And here's the thing. This was fascinating to me. They're not just phones that people have sent in. These are like corporates who've refreshed their entire fleet. Right. Right. And. They send them all back to wherever, and this company called Allegra, mm. they put them through a seventy-two point check. So, firstly, they they re- they checked whether they've been lost or stolen on the police database. Yeah, they wipe them the data from them clinically wiped, them. clinically wiped like yep. data 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 wiped. Yep. They, they check that they're set up okay. Then they check that the cameras work. They check every function. Seventy-two point check. They get a like a high speed buffer and they buff them all. Be- oh, mate, really? They look brand new. Wow. They look amazing. Okay. And what about this? <clears throat> so they sent out a press release with a whole bunch yeah. of pricings and savings yeah, and all yeah. that bullshit. And I didn't, I didn't go with their recommended retail because mm. basically they're saying this is the launch price of the right. phone. This is what we're saving. Yeah. I went to JB and looked at what you could buy these phones for and what the savings were. Sure. So the the cheapest phone is like an Apple iPhone SE, which is their small one. Yeah. Uh, Two forty nine from Boost. Three seventy nine at JB. That's a thirty four percent saving. A big saving. Go right to the top of the tree. A Samsung Galaxy S nine Plus, yep. which is their big phone. 64 gig is 11.49 at uh, JB Hi-Fi. $500 less, 44% saving buying it refurbed. Wow. It's only it's less than a 1-year-old phone. Someone's given up on it or or, or sent it in yeah. or you know traded up their phone or whatever and you can get it for $500 less. Half price. So it's, it's iPhone 8s, iPhone 10s, iPhone 7s. 30, 40% off the, the retail price. And the batteries are okay. I'm assuming that's part of the, the checklist. In, in fact, a lot of them have, have refurbished batteries as well. Wow. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah, well, now you it, put it that so way. So here's the thing. You might be too stuck up and a snob to get it, but, yep. mate, there are parents out there mm. who are buying their kids iPhones. Yes, they are. Let me. Here's my message to parents. If you are such a person that you have to buy your kid a fucking iPhone, this which is you sweet. don't. You don't. Uh, get them an iPhone 7. Yep. iPhone 7, 128 gig, $469. Mm. That's a three, two and a half, three-year-old phone. Yep. That is two hundred and eighty dollars cheaper than buying it from JB's or anywhere like that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like that's a good saving. That is a solid saving. Look, I mean, yeah, I mean, not for me really, but there's literally no reason not to. I mean, there's you're not going to notice the difference, eh? You really aren't, mate. You're not because once you if put they're it, buffing it and making it look you clean, you put it in your case again. Yeah. Once you put a screen protector on it yourself to look after oh, it, away you go. Fucking hello. Yeah. Oh, I think you could probably get those prices on eBay. You could probably buy and resell. You probably could. Mate, they're really good prices. And my point is yeah. that you need to understand there's a 72-point check they go through plus a 12-month warranty. 12-month and I warranty believe well. Boost also have a 30-day kind of satisfaction guarantee where if you get it and you go, oh, it's a fucking pink one, not a silver one, yeah, oh, yeah. You, can, you can send it back. How do they feel about the other mob who make the juices? Look, I think there should be some sort of cooperation. Yeah, Boost, Juice... And Boost Mobile, it's just so very close, sailing close to the wind there. Well, mate, people are running out of names. Yeah, well, that's that's so going to happen. I had a conference call the other day with yeah. a new company releasing a kids' yep. credit card program thing, kids' banking. Yep. And the company's called Zap. Zap. How do you reckon they spell that? Z A B. Z. Yep. I you're say fucking Z. saying Z. Well, mate, let's face it, we are Americanized. Okay, let's Run start with again it. with the fucking real letter. It's a zebra. Oh, fuck. I was watching Sesame Street the other day, and that's what they said. Well, there's your problem. Z. ABC, champ. Anyway, Zap, how do they spell it? I don't know. So how do you think they spell it? Z-A-P-P. 
Z-A-A-P. Z-A-A-P. Zap. That's Zap. Zap. I mean, fuck me. I oh, know, they're running out of names. But people, you know why? Because people want the Instagram handle, the Twitter handle, they want Facebook. The they want yeah, everything, right? Yeah. So you've got to come up with some nifty name. So many bloody hurdles to overcome these days when it comes to business, isn't it? Like, Unbelievable. If there's a there's a company that comes very close to us, they make the, uh, the charges. Cases, yeah. Yeah, EFM. E- EFM. Yeah. I mean, wow. One wow. letter, Trev, we could have had all sorts of dramas on our hands. Oh, we are EFM.com, so I don't give a shit. Oh, okay, fair enough. All right. Don't give a shit. All right, well, that's it. That, I'm not convinced, and I won't be doing it, but for those out there who want to save a bit of cash... Bring it on. I reckon that's certainly worth it. Australia, your checking is ready. Australia. This one's for you, Dave. Ready right now. Australia, your chicken is ready. Red, red, ready, red, rooster. Red, ready, red, 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 ready, red, rooster. Fuck, I love Red Rooster. Now, what? Like, here's our next taste test. Yes. No, no, but the problem is, yes. I was going to say hot chips from fast food. Like McDonald's, KFC, Red Rooster, uh, a Porto. Yeah. Uh, who else is in there? Oh, that's it, isn't it? But the problem is, how do you do it? Because you've got yeah. like, to find them at all that's close really together. That's a really complicated Uber Eats delivery. Imagine if you've got the one bloke to yeah. do it all. Nah, so you've got to go somewhere. Yeah. We'd have to do it on, on site somewhere. Yeah, it requires where it. There, where there's a lot of them. Yeah. Because red roosters are fucking hard to find. Yeah, okay. They're basically a bogan food. Red roosters, oh, I feel like they are disappearing, red roosters. And they're not disappearing. They're just not in affluent areas. <laughs> well, there's one in Windsor. Um, <laughs> Welcome, mate. It's not an affluent area. I don't want well, to break I mean, it. No, there's a lot of millionaires in the Hawkesbury. Don't oh, worry about okay, that. mate. Well done. Hendo lives out there. That's great, mate. He's, he's not fucking getting red rooster. Is that, well, you never know. He might. That's the way it was. Pretty confident he's not. Rooners, he just going for the red rooster. <laughs> you know what? I um, I don't rate red rooster. Well, chips or chicken? The chicken. I don't no, rate that's it. That's bullshit, mate. Can you still buy a whole... I'm not sure this can continue. Can you still buy... But no, I'm not sure this can continue. I don't like... Now, oh, I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like their ripper rolls. No, mate, it's Because simple. you cannot eat one in a car. Quartered chicken and chips with the wing and a large chips. That's all you need to eat. That's fucking Red Rooster. No, it's their chicken and their chips. I, their I, hot chips are the best fast food hot chips available. Yeah, but you, you try being a motoring journalist and trying to eat one of their ripper rolls in Why a car. Why don't you try being a motoring journalist? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what you're trying. I'm trying. <laughs> oh, it's going all right, isn't it? I've got six cars. That's going all right. Anyway, what are we trying to do? The ripper rolls are impossible to eat because... I've never heard of a ripper so roll. So it's a bun that they put like a chicken strip in and some lettuce and some mayo. Why? What's this got to do with motoring journalists? You can't... Because you can't eat it while you're driving. It's a disaster. Like, once you open it up, no, lettuce red, just goes everywhere. Red Rooster is an eating And when you're food. getting along in the seventh series BMW, it's not a good look. Unless you've got somewhere to go and sit down. Yeah. The, the quarter chicken and chips needs to be consumed at a bench. Yeah. Either in the store... Or at the, I, I mean, I, I, I will, uh, Brisbane Airport, great example. Yeah. If I'm leaving Brisbane Airport, yeah, I will have Red Rooster. Oh, yeah, they have a buzzer system, and then I'll go to the lounge. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck you, moron. <laughs> um, mate, Red Rooster is better than any lounge food ever. Can, can you still get the whole chicken, like, and just take it home? Yeah. Yeah. We so once, I, I, I remember, like, it's got to be twenty years ago, going and doing a drive-through on like the Gold Coast. Yeah. You know, can we have a you know whole chicken? And they go, we've run out of chicken. Right. Mate, what? It's fucking the. 
the logo of the joint yeah. is a chicken. Yeah, right. How do you run out of chicken? Run out of chicken. Also, what? Just turn the fucking lights off. True, true. <laughs> what are you selling now? What are you doing? I mean, what are they going to sell? Do they? They, they also do the the pineapple fritters. Like, I, I, no, that's yeah, just I a can't big eat fat that. No I me. cannot eat that. Yep. So, I don't, look, I'm sorry, Red Rooster. I'm not a fan. I don't. I don't know why. I don't like their system. I think it's more skewed towards going in than the actual drive-through. I think their drive-throughs are slow. Yeah, Tamworth has multiple the problem. red roosters. Oh, really? Yeah, multiple. Multiple in Tamworth. Tamworth, multiple red roosters. Yeah, just chewing down their chicken Good out stuff. there in Tamworth. Anyway, you know what else is annoying? What? Um, I don't know what they're called. Uh, the spruikers. Spruikers. The taxis and hire cars. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Big time. You, you go to the airport. Yeah. You've got in your mind you you're like you've got off the plane. You are either. Going to your car, yeah. Going to your person who's nominated yep. to pick you up. Uh, going to a pre-arranged vehicle. Yep. You've booked an Uber and yep. the app, and you're going to the Uber pickup area. Mm-hmm. You're getting on the fucking Sky Bus or whatever the option is. Yes. You know what you're not doing? Yep. Looking around, going, Fuck, I wonder if there's someone here that could take me somewhere. That's right. The airport it's is actually the only place on earth where you would walk out and actually know what you're doing. No one gets off a plane and goes, yeah. Oh well, fuck. What do I do now? Yeah. No one does that. But yet these spruikers are there. And look, I texted you during the week because I went to a car launch, yep. the new Nissan Leaf, and it seems to be a consistent problem at Tullamarine, Melbourne Airport. You come down those stairs uh, once you get off your beautiful flight from Virgin, and there they are. But they're mixing in with the hire car drivers who are holding up their iPads and iPhones with people's names. They're, they're just standing there, and they're trying to mix in and yeah, blend. But they're, they're suited up. I'm just going to make a start. They're ready admission. to roll. Startling admission. What? Stand by. You've used one? Yep. So what happens? Do you get ripped off? Yeah, 100% every time. So in what way? <laughs> okay, once again, they don't kidnap ladies me. and gentlemen, I am egotistic. Yep. Um, Wants to go in a minute. I have created a lifestyle for myself. Yes. Which, which I can't fund, but I'll, I'll continue to try. Don't say that. And often, I have cars arranged for me. So yes. often, there, often there is someone with a sign that says, long. Long. I'm, I like that. So what happens is you, you walk out. Yeah. And you know that you've got to get a fucking cab. Yeah. Right? I know I've got to... Melbourne's a good example. I've got to go out and I've got to queue up for a fucking yellow cab. Yeah. And and you walk down those escalators and you see the people with the They're signs there. and you think, I don't have one. And then you see the blokes at the end, exit yep. and you think, well, the bloke with the tie, he's yep. definitely going to be high. He's going to give you the nod and I'm going yep. to go, all right, mate. And at that point, yep. it's hard to negotiate. So you have to negotiate? No, but because like it's hard. Like if yeah. he says it's 100, yeah. it's hard to go, mate, 50. Right, like it's awkward. Yeah, but what I'm an idiot because what I should be doing is is exactly that. Yeah, like do you want me to make a scene here? Yeah, do you want me to make a scene yep. here, or are you going to take me to the city for seventy five dollars? Yeah, right. Like let's just agree here right now. Yeah, you want this trip to the city? Yep, and I'm happy to pay. Yep. seventy five because it's going to cost me sixty in a cab. Exactly. Let's do it right now, bro. Still, if bucks he's, up. if yep. he says it's a hundred, I'll say yep. I can I can talk louder. Won't be happening. I can talk louder because what you're doing is illegal. Yep. So, look. I, I saw them uh, uh, monstering a woman, basically, really trying to get a business hardcore, which is quite off-put by the whole situation. Are they, like, are they hire car drivers? Are they Uber drivers? Yeah, hire car drivers. Right. Yeah. What, what, why is it at police? Because it's quite obvious. It's true. It's, it's just done like, in the open. Daylight. But the, it's just so obvious. The bloke asked me when I was on the way in. I said, no, I'm catching a plane. <laughs> I don't, what, what, have you got a 737 that can get me to Sydney faster? <laughs> I don't think you understand the concept, my little friend. But look, I, yeah, look, I don't know why that's happening at Tullamarine. I haven't really seen it at Sydney Airport. Does that happen there? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. Down, when you go downstairs. I feel like the feds are more onto them there. Yeah, no, you're right. I don't think it's happening as much at Sydney, but I've definitely had it happen. 
Hey, we figured out how the the, the feds look after the airport. Yeah. And you got the the branded vehicles Australian mm. Federal Police. They need to work on the graphics. It's ugly. Almost ran over one of them. A fed. Yeah. So I pulled out a valet. <laughs> I'll put out a valet, and you, you know, because we do that. And I'm driving along with my big car, and it's sort of like, you know, you just got off your plane two minutes ago, and you're driving down, and there's a pedestrian crossing midway through, and he, one of them was walking across, and I, I wasn't really focusing, and I had to jam the brakes on. And he just looked at me, and I looked at him, and went, Let's, oh, is there trouble? And there wasn't. <laughs> he kept walking. I thought, fuck, I almost ran over a cop. That'd be bad. A federal police officer. That would have been... Is that worse than running over a normal cop? Is it, uh, well, probably. I'm pretty sure they're pretty equal yeah, in terms they're, of they're scale, equal. mate. They are equal. I'd rather do a... Why would I... <laughs> a parking ranger. See <laughs> <laughs> what happened to me last night. Um, went to Phoenix to watch The Origin. Yep. And I had the big Lexus. I parked him and his missus in, so we had to take the Lexus. <laughs> conversation. We were going to go yeah, to... Yeah. Uh, we're going to East Gardens, which is a shopping yeah, centre near one him. one of the greats. He said there's a ribs and burger joint there. Yep. I said, well, I'm in. Fucking yep. ribs. Yep. Driven in, and there's a 90-minute parking area, so I'm, we're going to even 60, so I'll park yep. in this area. So yep. it's all there's clearly spots. Yep. Driven around, and I'm looking for you know two or three spots side by side because this yep. is a big car. Yeah. And there's an Audi next to a pole, yep. and the boot's up, and I thought, oh, there's a good, it's a good spot. I'm going to take the spot next to it. I hope, I'll keep an eye out for the yeah, person yeah. that's obviously rummaging through the boot, yep. putting their shopping away. Mm. I reversed in. Beautiful. Good stuff. Yep. Got out of the car. There's fucking no one there. Oh, wow. The boot was open Whoa. on this Audi. <laughs> Mate, there was... A That's, suitcase, yeah. an iPad loose, yeah. a Gucci shopping bag, yeah. and another two shopping bags. And yeah. I just went, well, someone's really fucked up here. Yeah, that's bad. You, and I've gone, do I, like, do I shut this? Yeah. Do I shut the boot? Did you shut the boot? What do you do? You probably should. But then I went, but then he goes, what if it's stolen? I went, yeah. oh, fuck, no, fingerprints. You know yeah. what I did? I put my <laughs> I put my jacket over my hand and, I, and I, pulled, I pulled the boot down with, with my jacket. And then I walked away and thought, like, I hope it's not... Someone that lost their keys and, and knew they'd lost their keys, and the only way to get back in the car is through the boot. Through the and, boot, yeah. Like, they're fucked now. Yeah, or they find the car somewhere abandoned with a body in the back, and your prints are on it. Nah, mate, they're not because yeah, I, I shut the boot with my jacket. It's funny you say they that. They find a jacket, Mark. It's me, your officer, your, your honour. <laughs> when I was reviewing the Audi Q8 a few weeks ago, yeah. it, uh, we took Henry in it somewhere, so it, he had his car seat in there. So I've got a, a driveway which accommodates two cars. The Q8 was on the left, and the Holden Equinox was on the right. Yep. And at night, I had to swap chairs, uh, seats, so Gillian could drive to work the next morning with Henry. So <laughs> First world bodog problems. Yep, I swapped the seats over to the Equinox, but I left the door open on the left-hand side of the Q8 all night. <laughs> all night. It wasn't until Craig texted me at about 5 a in the morning, but I was still asleep. That, you know, It was oh, one of those days it was really cold and I'm, frosty. And the- I'm too easy to locate to tell you the things I've done. Oh yeah, you with are. Cars, yeah, so. exactly. I know that's not going in that puff. Can I just? I've got a lot. You know what? Oh, do yeah. you know the worst thing that I've done of late? And I'm I'm not sure. I shouldn't reverse yep. it. Yep. I've put the Arlo Ultra. You know, I've got the camera up on the yeah, telegraph yeah, pole. Yeah, yeah. So I've replaced that with an Arlo Ultra Ooh, 4K, yeah, 4K resolution. Yeah. The problem is the Arlo Ultra yep. has a small LED on it. Yeah. Which illuminates to to ensure that instead of getting black and white night vision, you get yes. this subtle yep. colour. Yeah. So, mate, any fucker that walks past my house yeah. after seven thirty at night, yeah. light comes on Good on the telegraph it. pole. Yeah, well, that's annoying. Yeah. You can't turn that off. I don't know. I have to check because I've already got a spotlight that turns on if you drive into my street. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you don't even need to drive into. Like I'm in. I'm so there's geofence. a street and then my cul-de-sac. No, no. The ring. Oh, okay. The ring the spotlight. Ring the yeah. ring floodlight has yeah. such a wide, that's hard wide. radar on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That 
You just drive past my house, the fucking floodlight just comes going on. on and off. Must annoy the neighbour. The neighbour's listening, I'm not going to do anything about it. I just want to resolve an issue on yep. air that um, we, we haven't actually spoken about from you know, man to man. And oh, look, wow. it, it did involve misuse of the company credit card during the week. Um, <laughs> I, arrived, I had to go to a car launch. I hadn't slept all night because Henry had been up a little bit sick. Yep. Uh, so I hadn't slept. Uh, and I got to the airport. And look, I'm a platinum member because we fly a lot, so that just happens. So the way that works in Sydney is you, you literally drive into valet and then go into the lounge and away you go. It's yep. just, you don't even have to mix it's with the, the, best. the general. It's the public. number one reason to be a virgin frequent flyer is the Sydney yep. domestic valet. And look, I wasn't in the mood for, for flying, let me tell you something. So I, I looked at I didn't even look at my ticket. I looked at the ticket and I went, it's twenty row twenty two, I'm in the middle. Like I'm in the middle of two people, the planes uh, I'm just not in the mood today. So I said to the person at the desk can I use one of my four complimentary upgrades on my Platinum? And she said, no, it's the wrong fare class. I said, how much is it? And it was 250 I said, do it. Now, I honestly was going to use my card, but I brought up the wrong card on the phone. Because you've got the EFTM card on, the EFTM on your card. Apple Pay. So, oh, now, so what you're saying to me now is I need to check all the EFTM purchases no, since I gave no, the Apple I'm very pay. good. I'm very oh, good with yeah. it. Very, sure very good. Are. I only use it for mate, valet. Usually, mate, there's a strict process here at EFTM. What is it? Through which you need a, to f- fill out a form. Yep. It needs to be approved by a manager. Yep. It needs to go to the accounts director. Yep. And signed off by the accounts manager. So and that's just you. <laughs> anyway, I text you the moment you I did it. I felt bad, and I'll get the money back to you at some point in the future. Probably just via my talents, <laughs> because I'm worth at least two hundred and fifty an hour. <laughs> What was it, the old days? <laughs> anyway, we're starting to sound like entitled pricks. Starting to! I was meant to be on that fucking ad. <laughs> so that ad... 1980s. Mate, all these ads you were in didn't fucking help you financially. No, no. Oh, they didn't pay that well. I think I got a BMX bike out of it. What? Parents bought me one. Can I just say, the White Wings mum, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, you remember we had the Cotties one? Oh, yeah. My, My dad. dad picks, picks his, his nose. nose and all that shit. I'm pretty sure there's there's some form of piss take of the White Wings mum that rhymes with bum. Oh, really? Don't you think? Is I wouldn't be surprised. I would not I be surprised. Like, I feel like there is... Yeah, right. So, okay. ladies and gentlemen, if you're if you're on the Facebook page, jump into EFTM online on Facebook. Yeah. Hit groups. Join the man cave. Yeah. Which is the kind of place where we can discuss bum jokes. Exactly. We can do it all there. All now, right. Trev. Yep. Um, return and earn. We've yep. spoken about numerous times here on the podcast. It's a system where you take the cans back to some machine. Hey, my kids all over. We've got a big. We've got a proper return and earn bag. It's great. That's great. It is good. And look, I've never really thought about it because I've just haven't been in that mindset. Gillian, my wife last night said to me, you know what, that Red Bull can that you're taking out of the car, don't crush it. I said, why? She said, we're going to start doing return and earn. I said, oh, Trev's spoken about this um, in the past. And I, you know, he's got three kids. It seems like fun, but I, I, look, we don't have that many College cans. fun for We Henry. don't drink cans. Like, out of can- we, we, we do not have cans at home. You, mate, you are I'm a, but- a can... Fiend but it's a it's, it's only a car behaviour. Right, okay. So it's a car behaviour each way. One here, one back. Wow. So yeah. Every time I come home now I've got to, you know, give the cans to Gillian, there's a plastic bag on the back of the, the door for return and earn. But I, I, given it's just me drinking cans, mm. 
It's not going to be worth it, is it? I mean, ultimately, yeah. we're talking about seven cans a week. So, you're right. Here's, here's my challenge to you. And I, yeah. I genuinely... Look, we've gone off the rails here in the office. We had a good period. What do you uh, mean? What well, you, mean? you stuffed a whole bunch of stuff in the in the other day and refused to go through it and sort it. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. I think we need... We, we need next week... Oh, we, no, no, next week, we're going to go and buy a paper bin, a soft plastic bin, okay. a can bin, yep. and the rest of the bins will be rubbish, right? Right, okay. It is... Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. Yeah. It's fucking amazing... I can't say this to Amanda. We're down to one bin. One we've bin? Used, oh, used, really? We've used two red Mate. bins since we've had kids. We are down to one bin a week. I want you to get rid of that other bin. I'm going to. We're going to get rid to of the it? red bin. Yep. Yeah, there you it's go. It's happening. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I'm prepared to say it now. I won't tell Amanda for a little while, though. Yeah. I'm you know, birthday present. I'm just going to get rid just of the bin. Just do it. Yep. When's she's turning birthday? 40. I'm going to get her. I'm going to get rid she of a bin for 40? her. She's 40? Yeah. Oh, she's turning 30, I mean. Whew. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, oh, so. I almost am, too, actually. The thing <laughs> is. For a moment, I was like, this is 35. We are getting close to our 40s, aren't we? You I'm are. Past it, yeah. Wow. But the thing is, it makes a massive difference. Yeah, so the problem cool. for you is yeah. the mental challenge of going, it's like I go, yeah. to, I, I drive to the thing, yep. I put the things in, and I get $3. Yeah. Right? Now, you can get a credit on your Woolworths, so it's yeah. a saving. But oh, here's what I think you should do. Yeah. So we do it through PayPal. Yep. You put it in, you get a PayPal refund. Yep. I genuinely yep. suggest to you yep. that you set up an account for Henry. Yeah. Well, he's got he's actually got one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And you order, you, it's every time you do it. So when I, when yeah. I get back in the car after we've done the return and earn, I say to the kids, right, what do we get? I go into the PayPal app and I look at the three transactions because I use three machines. Yeah. We add them up and then immediately, immediately I open up Spriggy, which is the, Spriggy, the banking yep. thing they use, yep. and I transfer the split right. to each of them. Yep. So I do it right there and then. All right. So it's all happening. So if you do that, yeah. even if it's a dollar, $2, yep. $3, mate, he's only two. Yep. When he's 10, this is right. there's a fucking thousand bucks yep. there. Look, I think you're right. I'm gonna, like, I've got him this weekend all by myself. Gillian's at work. I'm gonna, Maybe I'll go do it this weekend. I think... Initially, he's just going to love up, the mechanics mate, gonna, of it. He's going to love pushing buttons and stuff and all that sort of thing. You won't understand the you money. You know where your local one is? Uh, there was one at the bottle shop in McGrath's Hill, but I think it's moved closer to Audi. I need to find out, actually. One day, yeah. just once he gets into it a couple of times, yeah. one day, bring him to Hornsby. Hornsby. The Hornsby one is open at the back. Oh, right. So you can look in. Wow. So fucking, you can see the cans going down into a bin. It's just, it's a fucking, it's That's a conveyor amazing. belt That's into a amazing. bin. It's actually nothing amazing, but yeah. he'll love that. Yeah, and probably won't go Love from Pitt Town to Hornsby just for that. But, but just, um, mate, just take the kid for a road trip. Okay. All right. What are you being such a snob for? Fuck, you're a snob. No, 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 no. no. A snob. Hornsby, yeah. Hornsby's much more prestigious than uh, Pitt Town. Well, yeah, probably. But yeah, it's a little road trip through the gorge with the little man. Uh, okay. Play some music. Play some Get music. Get into it. Okay, fair enough. Don't you like road tripping with him? Not the Nissan Patrol, because he's about a kilometre away <laughs> <He's>, from me. <laughs> he's he's literally case. out of reach. Like, if he drops Bluey on the ground, I can't pick it up. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Oh, good times. I'll have a Big Mac, quarter pound, a fiddle to fish, McFeast as well, a junior burger, and burger, chicken with nuggets, six and nine, with four delicious sauces, and some golden french fries, small and of and drinking orange juice, plus coconut, make the diet coke, a fancy sprite, three kinds of shakes, a chocolate strawberry and vanilla coffee, tea, hot apple pie and cookies, and three different sundaes, hot chocolate, hot caramel, or maybe strawberry, yeah, my favourite, maybe breakfast, hash brands, English muffins, jam and marmalade, just sausage, egg McMuffin, oh. please, plus hotcakes with some maple syrup, bacon, egg McMuffin, plus big breakfast, or some scrambled eggs, I love McDonald's, good time, great taste, and I get this all in one place. Now, when they had that that, that, was, that jingle, I don't even remember. Wasn't there a promotion where if you could sing that, you'd get a free Big Mac? I think that was the go. No, no, that was that was just the the Big Mac. Yeah, jingle. That's right. a whole fucking McDonald's. Yeah, that thing. was what. That's that's iconic. The Big that Mac one. jingle is. Um, that's the whole menu. What's the Big Mac jingle? Uh, I'll have a Big Mac now. Time for McDonald's. Oh, mate, it's a whole fucking lyric. Are you, are you kidding? Yeah, I don't know. 
The Big Mac. That, look, when I think of Macca's, Two I think all of Two all-beef patties, patties extra sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Didn't he say that? I'll have a Big Mac, quarter pounder, fill of a fish McFish. No, that's, yeah, he's, he's, just naming, he's naming all the fucking he's products. He's doing the whole menu. The Big Mac one is just the ingredients oh, of the Big Mac. Well, there you go. Well, I'll do that next week. Do then. that next week. Listen, um... <sighs> Potato skull. The most re- revolutionary thing happened here in the yeah. office the other day. I said, listen, I just need to eat. Let's just go to the fucking cafe. Uh, you were going to the shops. I said, "Listen, can you get a lot of stress. Let's just go holidays. to the go to the cafe and more and yeah. get some hot chips and potato sculpts." Yep. And you went some what? Yeah. I said, "Fucking potato sculpts." Yep. You go, what are they? What are they? I said, "Fucking potato scallops." Yep. I said, "Do you call them potato cakes, you weirdo?" No. You said no. So first and foremost, potato cakes is what they call them in other states. Yeah. Idiots. They are potato scallops. They're idiots. I've got a photo of you oh, taking your first bite out of potato scallop. Yeah. Mate, they are. They are awful. They're really bad for you. I can. T- I've got no doubt. Oh, the, I've the, no doubt about it. My but cholesterol levels are straight through the it's roof. It's just, it's just a slice of potato battered and deep fried, and you'd never had one. <sighs> I had because you're I, almost forty, and you'd never had a potato scallop. I've had a scallop, which is a seafood. Nah, that's bullshit. Falls into the seafood you know category. Me. Doesn't walk on the land. I'm out. Yeah. So that's what I thought it was. When I think of that, I think of that. So uh, this has been amazing, really. So we're talking about. I uh, look. To be honest, I don't think that the outlet you get your scallops from actually. Uh, I don't think it's real potato. I think that's ab- no, no. Th- these are genuine potato scallops. You I've got no are you doubt. sure? Yeah, mate. Because when you go to a fish and chip shop, yeah. that has round, like circular potato scallops. Yeah, they're making they're factory they're made factory bullshit. Made. Right, okay. You want something? You know, when you get a big potato. Yeah. Imagine just slicing it up, and you take the biggest slice. Yeah. You put it in batter. Yeah. And then you deep fry it. That's a potato scallop. I suppose. Magnificent. I mean, I just looked at this thing and went, wow. I mean, because there's a lot of batter on it, which is great. And oh, there's yum. minimal potato on the inside. So it's it's a variation of the hash brown, kind of. But no, yeah, because I just the hash had, brown is mashed. Yeah, I guess it is mashed. And, and not battered. It's just mashed and fried. And fried, yeah. Look, Mate, I, I just look, can't I mean, believe you haven't got it. You can't, just, can I, you? I don't know. Look, can, I had great respect for your dad because he was a car man. Yes, he was. And obviously instilled some great yeah. um, morals in you. I don't know what they are, but I'm sure they were good. Yeah, we'll find them. But I'm disappointed in him. Yeah, I know. But you know... I'm introducing you to the potato scallop. That's all I'm saying. The, the batter itself, right? That creamy, milky batter before it's cooked. What is that? Like, is it... It's like eggs and it's flour. It's eggs and, and flour, is yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, well, your joint's putting something special in it because that was um, no, like I almost true. cried tears of an angel. It was just, <laughs> it was just so. The other stuff. memory I have as a kid from the, of the fish and chip shop yeah, is yeah. Um, the the newspaper full of chips. Oh, yes. I remember, you used to just they they wrap it up in, in newspaper, think, one thing of like a sheath of paper, and then the rest was just newspaper. Yeah, yeah. And you just you remember just ripping open yep, the newspaper and yeah. eating it out out of the packet. But now it was ink and all that sort of thing on your chips. You like, they're not allowed to do it anymore. Just eat it. Just eat the bloody thing. But that, this that's was, a lost art. This was prior to the, uh, I think, colour newspapers. Uh, like, yeah, I think the colour was more toxic. Oh, uh, you think? Yep. I don't think that's it. I'm just saying it. <laughs> there, there was a radical change in the late 80s when the papers... Do you remember papers when they went colour? Like, that was a that was a big upgrade at the no. newspaper printing place. I don't remember the Daily Mirror becoming the Telegraph. But I specifically things, remember no. the Central Coast Express going colour. Like, it was a big deal. <laughs> and that only happened in the late 80s or even early 90s. I'm pretty sure Griffiths Area News is still black and white. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, there's not much news. It is literally oh. black and white. <laughs> literally. Like, there is just no news or news. Yeah. It's black and white down there. Yeah. Let's just... Yeah. Yep. And, yeah. 
a lot of stuff happens down there. Eh? They grow trees and all. Oh yeah, no, all the, the marijuana. Basically, the it's the home of the mafia in Australia. Let's. Uh, I mean, that's basically what it was known for. Oranges. I don't know why Lime. they gravitated towards that area. Uh, obviously, good supply lines with the Hume Highway and all those sort of things. Um, but that's all I can think of in this, in terms of why that happened. Yeah, and that, that bloke got murdered down yeah, there. You are literally tossing it up. Okay. <laughs> tossing it up. You know what? I think you've taken ownership of the fucking useless fact on this program. I beg okay? your pardon. You've taken ownership. You, you've made it a thing. I'm not allowed to I'm not allowed to deliver the fact in yeah. any way. Well, it's, not a, it's not a fact. It's a, it's just it's more like trivia. Well you've taken ownership. I'm not allowed to be involved. Well, and, and that that to me is disappointing. Well I think it's so Bowen, it, I am calling for a segment for, for me and me only. Yep. And I am gonna initiate that segment today right. in episode seventy of the EFTM podcast and it is called Wacky News. Oh, it's we got need, its own intro. We need a new intro. That I didn't like. I it. like that one. Mate, as a bloke with the experience you have, I'm disappointed. That's all I can produce. I've got on the three great though. stories for you, Bodog. Okay. Um, this from KCTV Five. Yep. Man in Waldo throws birthday party for a three-month-old pothole. Right. <laughs> for a pothole. So a bloke. Well, this is the story. So this he, bloke has had a pothole out the front of his joint. Right. For three months. Okay. And he says after three months of looking at a pothole. Frank Seriano had had enough. The asphalt has completely degraded. It's a symptom of our deteriorating road conditions. And he's called about the pothole several times. So he's decided to try something new. I'm going to have a celebration for pothole. He got some cake, lit a candle, had a little birthday party for the pothole. He seemed thrilled with the idea. Posted it on Facebook. Although he did not sing to the pothole. Fucking thing sucks. Mate, look, the bloke actually had a birthday party for a look, pothole. That's like, you know when people are really not happy with their car that turns out to be a lemon? Yeah, and they get the truck. And they put all track. the signage all over it. Oh, yeah, and then and they go around saying, you know, Chrysler duped me. Well, it's usually a Chrysler, no. isn't it? Next, next wacky news. Did you hear the story about an Instagram star yeah. who put her own bath water up for sale for $30 a bottle? No, and, I didn't. And it sold out in th- three days. It's a female, I'm Three days, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow, yeah, she's a female. Belle Delphine yeah. recently gave her 3.9 million Instagram followers a chance to buy her bathwater for $30 a bottle. She posted two photos on Monday, selling it to any thirsty gamer boys out there. Thirsty. Thirsty she, gamer boys. I mean, this is sexist. She, this is a disgrace. She's a cosplay star, which means she dresses up like... Game characters. Oh, that's really weird. So is she encouraging people to actually drink it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Actually, that's disgusting. Now, she does say it comes with a disclaimer that this water is not for drinking and should be used for sentimental purposes. Right. Imagine, I mean, so how much was she charging? 30 bucks a bottle. 30 bucks a bottle. Yeah. Imagine when these, these bikes grow up and look at that bottle in years to come and say to their kids, look what I once did on the fucking internet. It's not, like, it's not bath water, but... I went and saw Paul McCartney at Parramatta Stadium and, and stole some grass. It's a beautiful... What? I took some grass from <laughs> Parramatta Stadium. I'm a massive Eels fan. If you still... Took it back to Edelong Beach and planted it in the backyard. So if you live at uh, 31 Flathead Road, Edelong, I think unit number three... So hang three. on. You, you would have had to rip the roots out and everything. Oh, well, yeah. So I took a, Did I, it grow? I, a I don't remember. You, 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 uh, Paul McCartney <laughs> performed at Parramatta Stadium and yeah. you took some of the grass. Yep. 
Because okay. the seats were on the grass. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. I'm on. This yeah. is before I got to sit on Etihad Stadium to watch the bloody yeah. <laughs> on the sideline to watch Queensland win Origin. I mean, back in the day, I didn't back get that day. close to the grass. Yeah, no, that's true. You're it's hallowed turf. You're actually a civilian back then. This one though takes the cake in Kansas City. Yeah. If you're wanted for a felony and hiding from law enforcement, what's the best way to avoid arrest? You tell me, brother. For starters, don't fart. Don't fart. The Clay City, uh, Clay County Sheriff's Office tweeted on Tuesday that one unlucky felon did just that yeah. over the weekend. And the noise from the past gas led deputies right to him. Yeah. Blokes hiding in the bushes, farts, the cops find him. Booyah! That's what, yeah, That's well, fucking wacky news, brother. Look, I, I don't like toilet humour generally. And, <laughs> what? And, and we've gone down that path clearly. But isn't it funny when kids <laughs> become aware of farting? And apportioning blame incorrectly. Because what my little Henry does yeah. is he'll do a fart. Mm. And I will often then go, oh, mum. Yeah. So now no, when, that's what we do. Is That's what we all do. Yeah, and now when he, he, does, he it. does it, he goes, mum. Points at mum. <laughs> how good is Best it? Best part is when they get old enough, like we've got three, obviously, yeah. and they all know how to let rip. Yeah. The thing they don't understand is yeah. every fart is unique. I can tell a Harry from a Vivi. Okay. Mate, it's true. Yeah. Well, As a parent... Knowing like, your family, they've all got like a different diet. So that would... Oh, that's true. But yeah. no, I'm, I've, I think it's true. I think it's a genuine thing. I think I think you can pick your own fart in a lineup. Yep. And I think you can pick your partners. Yeah. And I think you could pick your kids. Okay. Isn't it... That's a, that's a Trevor Long fact. It's a Trevor Long fact. Isn't it funny... Fuck, it's good at the end of the podcast, though. Isn't it funny... <laughs> we wouldn't open with that. We can uh, identify of our own. Like, we, we feel comfortable with our own. Yeah, no dramas. Whereas other people's can find it so appalling. Um, look, to be honest, in, in terms of the number of podcasts we've done, I, I rank this one, or this moment. This is the lowest point <laughs> in the EFTM podcast history. All right? <laughs> so, I think for today... It's school holidays. Trevor's under a lot of pressure, and it's just time that we move on right. and say goodbye until next week. Been good, Trevor. I hope you have a good weekend as you take that Lexus for that wild ride down to Southern New South Wales. The Riverina, burning twenty liters of high octane fuel. Per if you second. see me driving a big black Lexus with Victorian Rego on the Hume Highway this weekend, beep the horn and wave. <laughs> okay, I'm Chris Bowen. That was Trevor Largan. Until next time, dare to dream. Dream and share the spirit. It's the spirit of our dreams. P.S. I think John's bought a Chrysler. <laughs> oh shit. John boy! No! He sold the Audi and he's bought a fucking 300! He's just pulled up! This is outrageous. Is it really him or someone yeah, still on our space? Yeah, share the spirit, folks. Share okay. the spirit. The winner is Sydney.